0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Tuesday, April 27th. It is 9.18 a.m. market's going to open up in a little bit. Uh, This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks, pre-qualified dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Now, the pre-qualified dividend stocks I use are those companies that have consistently increased their dividend payments to their shareholders every year for a minimum of 25 years. I like doing stocks that have weekly options that gives me more opportunities to create that 1% that I am looking forward to. Now, before I get started, I just wanna do a quick little, little. I'll do my little rant afterwards. I need to calm down from some people. Got me all worked up. All right, so today, let's get started by doing a quick review of the four positions that we have at the moment. CLX is the first on the list, which is Clorox, like you all know. CLX. They had an interesting day yesterday. Down again. They opened up at uh, 188 and closed at. Ooh, where is that? I gotta slide this over just a tad. And closed at uh, 187. Now, I got Clorox. Back on the 7th okay, of April, the 7th of April. It is now the 27th. That was 20 days ago, uh, almost three weeks. So uh, 200 shares at 195. I collected one extra share as part of the dividend reinvestment plan. Some of you guys call it the DRIP um, dividend reinvestment plan. So I caught an additional share for that. Then yesterday morning, I sold two contracts. For someone to buy from me the 195s. So I sold the contract, the option contract, 195 for someone to buy my 200 shares from me for 195. Now I only paid 19486. For the privilege of buying it from me at 195, they paid $1.30 per share. That's 260 bucks. Okay? Uh, that being said, let's quickly look at my account statement for CLX. As you can see, we got it. I got it on the 7th. Uh, on the 9th, I sold the option, the 195 option at 25 cents. I sold the 195 option again on the 12th for 60 cents. I sold the 195 option again on the 19th for 30 cents. And yesterday I sold the 195 option again for 130. Also collected the dividend. So, hypothetically speaking, when this stock goes above 195, I will be out of it and I will have collected the dividend and all the option premiums. Uh, That was CLX. Let's look at MRK. MRK is next on the list. MRK. Um, MRK relatively new To my holding Got on the 22nd Which was last week Bought 400 shares And yesterday morning I collected uh, 69 cents per share When I sold someone The options To buy it from me At 78.50 Now my average price Is 78.50 With I don't know, thirty-eight one hundredths of a cent. Who knows? Thirty. It, it says seven eight point five zero three eight. Who the heck has point zero zero three eight cents in their pockets? Not me. Anyway, regardless, uh, it's sixty-nine cents a share. Their dividend is coming up next week. Okay, so if I hold this, if this stock doesn't go above the seventy-eight fifty, then I will. Uh, do this again next week. But if it gets out at seventy eight fifty, yeah, I'll collect the sixty nine cents. But I collected some last week also. Let's quickly go and take a look at MRK. MRK. Okay, so MRK uh, 250 at two fifty at nine thirty. I did a few things, uh, and then I bought another hundred and fifty at ten eighteen. 78.74 was the first and 78.11, yeah I remember the stock dipped, alright, because I bought it at I believe I bought it at the open well, close to the open at 9.36 uh, 78.74, and a couple days later, a couple hours, but an hour or so later the stock dipped a little bit so I bought another 150 shares at 78.11 um, and that very same day I sold four contracts at 78.50 for 23 cents Okay. Um, some strange reason. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, the, the the option price went down, and I bought them back at fifteen cents. So I sold them at twenty three. I bought them back at fifteen, and then uh, a couple of days later, I sold uh, four more contracts at sixty nine cents a share. So I have to do the math on that one. So I got the full 69 yesterday. Uh 23.15, that's eight. That's like eight cents a share from last week. That kind of bites, but you know, is what it is. Alright, that being said, let's jump back. Uh MRK yesterday, the new 90-day low is 71.64. The new 90-day high is around 79. She's sitting at 7753, which is a dollar below my uh, strike price so it would look it would appear that if this thing does not go above seventy eight fifty by this friday that i might be able to collect the dividends on this next week okay now i always do it 10 days prior to the ex date it gives me a few options i could do to covered calls or i could just collect the premiums or i could collect the run-up going in to the covered call time frame okay uh, back to my activities that was that that was MRK. QCom. Let's look at that one. QCom, put that into the one year chart at the low way down here in um, May of last year at seventy four fifty-five. The double high at one sixty seven uh, in January, then again in in, in February. She's sitting at 138.96. She opened up yesterday at uh, 135. Uh, she closed at 138, almost 139. We got it. I got it at 144. Okay, so my average. I bought it initially at 144. I collected. An additional five shares for the drip the dividend reinvestment plan and it brought my average price down to 143 so anything over 143.28 is going to be a profit however I just love QCOM it's like a cash machine let's quickly go in and you know what I'm gonna to be totally honest with you guys I got bit in the ass with QCOM and I'm gonna explain it to you in one second as soon as I bring up the numbers all right here we go we've had QCOM for quite a while I originally got into QCOM through a spread trade. One of my favorite trades is a spread trade where you buy one option and you sell another one up. It's a spread of the difference between the two. Now, I was not paying attention that Friday at options expiration, and by 15 minutes I missed the closing bell, and I got stuck. I say I got stuck with QCom because I really didn't want to buy it. I just wanted to collect the, you know, the 40% premium, 40% return. On my investment, because the option that I did would have given me a forty percent return had it stayed where I wanted it to stay, but it didn't. It closed in between the one forty four, the one forty five, by seven. I think it was like seventeen cents. It was like one forty four eighty three. It closed out on that Friday, and I was like, I would have bought it back by then, so I wouldn't have to buy the thousand shares of cucumber anyway all that being said, it happened. Nothing I can do about it. I've always said this. Nobody wins them all. Everybody makes mistakes now and then. This was my mistake. Alright, so i got 1,000 shares of QCOM. On the 23rd of February, I sold a premium 30 cents. at 300 bucks. On uh, the 1st of March, 350 bucks for another call. The 144 call. Uh, on the 10th, Hundred ninety bucks for um, the one thirty five call. Now I saw the one thirty five call was way below the one forty four because that kind of stock dipped and it didn't look as if it was going to hit it. So the next week I did the one thirty six at four hundred fifty bucks, and then the next week, on the twenty second, I did uh, six hundred forty bucks for um, on the twenty second for the one thirty seven call. Then I did the one thirty four call on the thirty first of March. For um, 390. And here's where I got bit in the butt. I sold the 134 and then the stock went and closed above 134. And I almost got called out, so I had to buy it back and I had to buy it back for 355. That I sold it for 39 cents and I had to buy it back for 355. Ouch. That hurt. So I'm still, um, what do you call it? I'm still a little bit in the red with QCOM so I got to carry this one further and continue to get uh these premiums so that I can actually break even with QCOM. Uh okay, so April 1st oh, after it went up, I had to buy it back at 355. I sold the 144s for 460 bucks. Um the next week uh for 12, I sold it again for 530 bucks. Um yeah, then I sold uh, the, the five shares I collected for 139. Oh, there's the build markets open. Yay! Alright. Anyway, as you can see, I continued I uh, continued selling premiums until I'm gonna break even with QCOM eventually. Uh profit and losses. Here we go. Let's take a look at this let's do this in order because right now it's kind of confusing alright QCOM right here alright so QCOM is still down 3.7% I'm not going to sell it until it actually goes above the price that I paid for it okay so I'm just going to keep holding it and keep selling premiums until it actually hits where I want it to go that being said, I got uh, 10 contracts on that one. Uh, Exxon Mobil was the one we just picked up yesterday. Um, Exxon Mobil. Hold on, give me a second. I'll have me just a bit of technical difficulties with my mouses because I'm running two computers and a broadcast. Right, so I'm doing actually both of them at the same time. Alright. As I said, Mobile, XOM was one we picked up yesterday. Now that was a fun one. ExxonMobil uh started out the year last year at 4361 hit a low at 3088 the end of October the high of the year was in March mid-March she settled into where she is now it looks like a little bit sideways trading right around 55 56 I jumped in yesterday let me take a good gander to see what we're looking at I initially bought 280 shares at fifty six sixteen. I sold two calls or 193 a piece that's um 386 386 bucks that's not bad and then i bought an additional after i after i did all that all these premiums i collected yesterday morning i was able to collect an additional 20 shares to bring me up to a total of 300 average cost 56 so i sold 56 call at 101. Oh, I could have hit the 55 and a half. Got a little bit more, but anyway, she's in the um, she's in the money at the moment. I'm in the positive mark. Oh, uh, let's go here and look at that and look at XOM. O M. All right, so X O M. We got 193 bucks yesterday. Sorry, you got 100 and. Hundred and one dollars yesterday from the sale of the fifty-six call. Okay. Got a hundred and ninety-three twice, which is three eighty-six for selling the fifty-five and a half. Right at the moment she's at fifty-five sixty-eight. Okay, so two of those will be called out and one of them won't. So I'll have if it stays exactly where it is at 55.68 I will be called out of 200 shares and I'll still have 100 left over because I have 100 at, at 56. Wow, why did I sell the 55's if I bought it at 56? Hold on a second. Let me quickly go back here for a second and just see exactly where I bought those things at. Now that's weird. Why would I sell the 55 and a half for 183 Anyway, besides the point, it's still on the positive, so I really don't mind. Um, if I carry through, that's great. If not, that's great too. All that being said, let's take a look at what we're looking at today. Uh, the screen you're looking at now only has uh, four, six, nine, 12, 13, 14, 14 stocks on it, those are Warren Buffett's holdings. See, I take a look at what Warren Buffett's holding because uh, I forget the name they gave him, but he he's rather well at what he does. That being said, Visa was a, a good play for yesterday. Uh, actually, it's still a good play for today too. Uh, I don't like Visa for dividend capturing, so I usually like to buy ten days prior to the ex date and, and capture the dividend. But the dividend on Visa is only thirty dollar me 30 cents okay so 30 cents on a $230 stock that just wasn't it for me so my thought was not really advice but you know my thought I I went through some some scenarios and this is what I came up with yesterday for visa okay now visa at the moment is selling Selling for two thirty sixty six, buying at two thirty seventy two. A covered call would have been nice on Visa. So if you bought it at two thirty, you could sell the at the money, which is the exact same price you paid for it, for three dollars and ten cents. So what is that return? The return is whatever it is, and if you're on a margin account, that is return times two. But right? but I suggest not doing a margin account unless you really know what you're doing, because you can make money a lot faster but then again you can also lose money a lot faster so you're yeah, all putting your risk um, profiles so how much you you know do you feel you're good at and for new traders I, I'd suggest not doing margin account it's great when it works but it's horrible when it don't uh, right so that's visa let's get back to so what we're actually looking at today that was these uh, we also looked at uh, Kroger Kroger, which is plain old ugly. Okay, don't get me wrong, it might be a great company, and Sue at Cash Register 3 in, in Pittsburgh or wherever she is, may be a delightful person. But unfortunately, as delightful as she is, the numbers didn't work for the acquisition of their stock or the collection of dividends. Not for me. Then it's only a 16 cent dividend, and the numbers and the charges didn't look good. All right, so I want to look at. My personal list the dividend champions not dividend achievers I always get those confused yeah that's 10 years I don't want 10 years I want 25 years and that would be the champions there we go it's a smaller list with A being the 27th we'd be looking at AWK this morning we looked at that the other day ED we looked at XLNX we looked at um, ExxonMobil, we, we actually got that yesterday. And WEC, that one's up on the list today, at 63 cents. Take a look at them. Right, WEC Energy Group, let's take a look and see what they have to offer. WEC. Okay, WEC started out the year at 93.21. Quickly fell to a low at 81, but not the low of the year. The low of the year would have been 8036, and that wasn't until March 2nd, somewhere around that area. The higher the year comes in at uh, November 4th at 106. Now, from 106 in November, you got December, January, February, March right there. She falls from 106 down to 80. That's $26. That's a pretty big drop. So from there, the last nine that would be the the, the low of the last ninety days. Eighty dollars and forty five cents. The new ninety day high is uh, 99 ninety nine. Ninety 91 She's sitting at ninety five. She had three down days in the past wait a minute, one, two, three, four down days of the last five trading days. Where is she gonna go? Don't know. Let's check out the seasonality for these guys. It's a, a it's an energy company, so I'm really yeah, it's just kind of like a steady growth plateaus and, and um, peaks out the end of November, sorry, end of October. just kind of goes downward. Not quite ready for the growth cycle that they have coming up. She's basically gonna go sideways for a couple of weeks or a couple, yeah, oh. a few weeks. So that being said, let's take a look at the big chart for WEC. WEC, last 90 days is a nice strong uptrend pop. Uh, uh, yeah, a nice uptrend in the last 90 days. She's going sideways at the moment. The buyers are retreating and the sellers are advancing, which means there are more sellers coming in as buyers. Uh, what can she do? So let's take a look at WEC, what's available. Covered call on WEC at ninety six. All right, it's going ninety five eighty the bid, ninety six ninety six the ask. So if you buy the ninety six and you sell the ninety five, because it's just five dollar increments, and it's a monthly. T- so I wouldn't even do it, you know, because I'm going to pass on this one. A few things: number one, I'm not too thrilled with the seasonality. Number two, I'm not too thrilled with the uh, going sideways and a downward trend, and. It's a monthly option. It doesn't give me a lot of options to work with. Can she do? Let's go back to a uh, regular chart. Where were we? Regular chart. And let's go back to WC. 63 cents. Can she pull off a 63 cents bounce today or within the next 10 days? Maybe she can. Maybe she can't. I don't know. Not one I want to play with because too many variables. Okay, that's all we got to look at today, just those few. Not a whole heck of a lot. Tomorrow we'll have a, a few more to look at. Um oops. Here we go. Just checking those this list for tomorrow. Wow, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, twelve six, seven, eight, nine, twelve. Twelve companies to look at tomorrow. And uh I don't notice any the of these off top my head. Duke I know. Kroger that's about all I know off so top my head. AWR, AWR, AWR isn't that... Who is not whos AWR? American States Water. Ooh, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're a dividend king. Uh, American States Water. I think they're uh, based out of the Northeast. If it serves me right, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, they have over 900,000 clients that they supply water, electricity, and gas. I think that's who they are. Anyway, if that's who they are, that's kind of like a no-brainer. <laughs> Always get dividend kings. Provided that, <laughs> let me reiterate that. Always get the dividend kings, provided that they're in the right trend. You know, because if they're trending down, you get five down days in a row. Wait till they find a bottom. But for the most part, a dividend king—they've increased their dividends every year for fifty years. That means they've been profitable. And sharing their profits for fifty years. Wow. Anyway, okay. So here's my little rant that I, w- I was waiting to go on. Um, I've been doing this now uh, since oh, my daughter was nine. That's when how it all first started. The ten minute trading. She wanted to learn how to uh, how to. Invent. Daddy, what are you doing? Hey, I'm investing. Oh, can you show me? Oh. So then I had to figure out how to explain it and teach it to a nine year old. That was challenging. So I had to come up with a trading strategy that worked, that a nine-year-old could do. The only thing I really came up with that was safe, strong, and dependable was a 400-year-old strategy called dividend capturing. You buy the stock, you collect the dividend, you sell it at a profit, and you go to the next company. It sounds very simple, but then as I started sharing this, I've been getting a lot of flack from people once you start showing or once you start receiving 1% or more return per week, people have a tendency to doubt it. But it is what it is. I, I see the numbers. I share the numbers. I start posting the numbers and still people are still giving me a hard time about it. I really don't care what other people think. I have no one to impress. I have no one to answer to. The numbers are what the numbers are. And you buy all right, A perfect example. Let's open up and take a look at Clorox. Clorox. The numbers are what they are. The timestamp is right there, April seventh, nine thirty-one, In two seconds a.m. is when I bought two hundred shares at one ninety-five eighty-four. You can't really argue with that. And then yesterday at Nine thirty-one and thirty-five seconds. I sold two contracts for someone to buy that stock from me at one ninety-five. I bought it one ninety-four eighty-six. Someone has the option to buy it from me at one ninety-five. Granted, I already collected the dividend uh, last week. This. $1.30 per share for someone to buy it from me at 195 this Friday just so happens to be over 1% return for the week. I collected a dividend and I got the one well over the 1% per week. How can you argue with that? And if you do that every single week, and you add that up, compound it, it comes to over 60% a year. Why do people want to argue with that? They don't, they don't like it? Fine. Don't watch. Don't listen. I'm not forcing anyone. But don't insult my intelligence. and Don't insult everybody watching and listening. You buy it for a buck. You let someone else buy it from you for the same buck, and you collect the premium. What's the big deal? And if I only deal with companies that are 100 years old, or I should say 60 years old or older, and have increased their dividend payments every single year for a minimum of 25 years. Okay? That's 250 companies, I believe. Don't don't give me the, you a know, hard time. You know, any one of these companies, no matter what happens in the market, if Clorox goes down, I'm still going to collect that premium off of those <laughs> 200 shares. Not, not the premium, sorry. I'm still going to collect the dividends off of those 200 shares. And I'm going to still sell premium for someone to buy it from me at whatever price I feel is close as long as I don't lose money now I have lost money on Qcom this year because I sold an option for 35 cents and I had to buy it back for $3.65 lost a couple thousand bucks on that one but hey that's part of the game Okay, and by doing so I only made .925% last week I didn't make my 1% last week. Okay? I have no problem telling people what I did wrong, where I'm going wrong. No problem with that. But don't insult me. You know, look at the math. If you can't do regular math, don't come at me. You know, go to your high school, go to your elementary school teacher. Anyway, all that being said, this is James, Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader. I'm out of here for today. I'll catch you guys later on tonight, if not tomorrow morning. Have a great day and happy trading.